Welcome to the That's Life podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Makita. Okay, guys, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. This is episode two of the podcast called That's Life. That's Life podcast with Liquid Shano. New name, new look, new all that good stuff. Uh, listen, I'm already pretty excited about this uh, this whole new venture. I've got about three or four new interviews lining up already that are getting set up. Some good friends from overseas, some good friends from up in Canada, some good friends from Ohio, all kinds of different people getting ready to sign up for the That's Life podcast. So let's get into it. So as you guys know, I did make the change. I made the change to That's Life because I wanted to be more involved and more wide-ranging and more things that we could cover and more things that we could talk about, things that matter, things that make impacts, and those kind of things. Positive, negative, you know it. We're going to go over it all. But I want to share a story with you today because I think I went through something, and then I got home and did some research on it, and I really, really kind of dug in a little bit, be able to find out some more things to get my creative juices going on this week's podcast. So I had a conversation with somebody and we were talking, we were just chatting and I was telling them a little bit about the podcast and I was telling them a little bit about social media. I was telling them a little bit about all the different avenues we're going, the merchandise and everything else. And some of the things that they had said, I didn't feel was that supportive. We were having the conversation and they basically asked me, well, what, well, first of all, why would you do that? Because there's there's no there's no future in that. There's no ability to be able to grow from that, right? There's no income that can be made from that or anything. Is it just a hobby, or is it a trend, or like what 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 are you trying to do? I mean, you're 50 years old, and they just went down this whole rabbit hole of negative thoughts and basically filling my head with a bunch of negative stuff that I was like, wait a minute, what? what well, I started second guessing things, and then I was like, wait a minute. Why am I letting this individual creep inside my cranium? Why, are they, why am I letting this person dictate how I feel about the situation? Here I am all excited and motivated. I'm telling people about the new, the new launch of the podcast. I'm telling people about all the interviews I'm going to do, the exciting stuff that I'm going to be able to, to do, and the people that I'm going to be able to help, and, and all those good things, and building a community and gaining some people to be able to, new, new sets of ears to listen to it. I was just excited but they squashed it. They played in this space and in this moment that they took my dreams and my aspirations of that moment, just that moment, and with their, what they thought was, you know, deductive reasoning or common sense approach of advice or conversation that they were having with me to basically shoot down my dreams because they didn't think it had any future. They didn't think it had potential. So that got me thinking. You know, I ended that conversation. I was like, all right, I'm all set. I'm good to go. Thanks so much. Appreciate your advice. But uh, I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to keep on driving, and I'm not going to give up, and I'm going to not stop because I feel like it's the only way that I get to a better place is if I get my thoughts out there anyway. So, again, I ended the conversation. But then I got to thinking. I sat there thinking to myself, man, you know, how often do we do this to ourselves? How often are we the person that actually is the the deductive reasoning or the let me give it to you straight kind of person, right? 
How often are we doubting ourselves for the things we're trying to achieve and the goals we're trying to accomplish? How often have you woke up on the right side of the bed, positive, ready to go, look in the mirror, you splash some aftershave on or some perfume and you're ready to go. You're ready to go out and kick some tail and do what you got to do. And then the first time any kind of obstacle gets in your way or from your last 10 times that you've done it this way, your head gets in the way and you start thinking, you start, you start talking to yourself. You start saying to yourself, wait a minute. Um, you know what? That doesn't work. It's never worked in the past. It's not going to work now. All you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. What are you doing? So I was, I've been that person, that person that was just being a Debbie Downer, you know, that old Saturday Night Live skit with the whop, whop, whop. That's the way it felt. But when I do it to myself, I don't hear that same Debbie Downer approach. I think, you know, I'm just being my own worst critic, but that's okay. Tough love is good. No, not really. Why can't you root for yourself? Why can't you lift yourself up? Why can't you encourage yourself? Why can't you look at yourself and say anything is possible? Why do we park in the space of, you know, you're going to fail. You know, you're going to fall. You've done this in the past. You failed a thousand times before. It's just going to go the same exact way that it always has. So then we give up on things, goals, aspirations, dreams, because we start talking ourselves out of it. We start telling ourselves, you can't do this based on whether it's prior history or for whatever reasons, maybe it's the way you were brought up, maybe it's your family bring up, whatever it is, you've got a reason why you're talking to yourself this way. Well, here I am right now telling you and myself, we have to stop that cycle. We have to stop the cycle of being such negative Nancys on ourselves. We have to stop the cycle of treating ourselves like we're less than. If you are not hyping yourself up to be able to get to where you have to get to, Who's going to hype you up for you? Probably nobody because you're in a negative space. You're not looking for it. And then you fall off the radar and you're not really telling anybody about it or proving to anybody wrong or whatever else that you're trying to do. And as you push forward, if you don't have that cheerleading squad around you and you're not your own cheerleader, man, you're almost destined to fail, right? We're almost destined to fail because we belittle ourselves and we shut ourselves down. And we treat ourselves like, I don't know, second-class citizens sometimes. I mean, I've always talked about on the podcast, whenever you're talking to yourself, how come we don't talk to ourselves like we talk to our kids? Or how come you don't talk to yourself like you talk to your parents or your grandparents with love and adoration and kindness and care and empathy and pulling through? And even if with the tough love that happens, most times it's tough love with a lot of love layered right on top of it to be able to bring somebody forward or learn their lesson or whatever else that's there. But nine times out of 10, when we look at ourselves in the mirror and you're staring at yourself, what's coming out of your mouth? Negative words, bad mouthing yourself, looking at you and literally saying to yourself, oh, you're not good enough. You're not worthy. You don't deserve the accolades, nor do you deserve the win or whatever. We all been there. So this is one of those moments where I think that everybody on this podcast that's listening to right now can relate to that. You can relate to the fact that we are our own worst critic and we bash ourselves and we badmouth ourselves and we do all kinds of things 
to negate all the positive things that we're doing in life. You know, if you really did take a piece of paper and you wrote down all the things that you've accomplished in your life so far, whether you're 20, 30, or 40, whatever, whatever age that you are, and you wrote down all the things you accomplish in life, and then you wrote down all the things that you haven't accomplished or things that you want to accomplish or things that you, you know, are trying to get to or whatever, I think you'd be very, very surprised at the inventory that you take looking back on your life to help you understand that you are awesome, you are enough, you are amazing, and you can accomplish whatever you set your mind to. And I know that's all cliche, and I know it's all like those positive boards or whatever you look at or read or anything for inspiration. They all say the same thing. But until you start to tell yourself that, you start to believe it, and you start to actually put it into action where you are starting to have faith in yourself, you're starting to lift yourself up. You're starting to encourage yourself. You're starting to give yourself positive affirmations, give yourself check-ins throughout the day to see where you're at towards your goals and not just letting one little situation sideswipe you or, or push you off course. How often are we doing that? That's to be the real question, but we're not. More of us sit back and just park in that space of negative park in that space of I can't and we park in that space of yeah I failed before I'm going to read a quote for you guys real quick I, I just broke it out a little bit ago hold on one second let me grab it okay so here's the quote I want you to I want you to hear this okay it's from Carrie Ann Moss is her name and she says in here people tell you the world looks a certain way parents tell you how to think Schools tell you how to think. TV, religion, they all tell you how to think. And then, at a certain point, if you're lucky, you realize you can make up your own mind. Nobody sets the rules but you. You can design your own life. Now, I want you to hear some of the key ingredients in that in that quote. I want you to hear some of the key parts that I pulled out. I saw it, and it smacked me right in the face like a bag of bricks. And here's the things that stood out to me. All these things, we're trained a certain way. We grow up a certain way. We're taught by our parents. We're taught by our grandparents. We're taught by our aunts and uncles, cousins, sisters, brothers, whatever it is. So family's a big thing when it comes to our upbringing, our beliefs, and things like that, right? That's the first part. They tell you, as she said, how to think. How do I think and how do I act? What am I supposed to do? So family is important that way, right? That's what they're there for. They're there to help you. They're there to guide you. They're there to push you along. They're there to teach you. And then all the other things that she had stated. Schools are supposed to tell you how to think. Of course, nowadays, schools can't even handle some of the stuff that's going on with these kids. So it's a little more difficult. I don't think it's necessarily as much of that as what it was when we were growing up, but it's the truth. They give you the fiber, the framework of how to be a man or a woman, how to grow up, how to learn, how to work well with others, those kind of things. So they, they try to give you a good basis of how to think and act. So now you get your family and your schools, right? Those are those are big deals. That's that's the framework. You'll see where I'm going with this in a moment, in just a moment. And then TV and religion. No matter how religious you are, whether you're 
just kind of dabble in a little bit or whether you're a full bore religious fanatic, whatever it is, they teach you how to think. They teach you how to live. They teach you what's right and wrong. And of course, television. We look at people on TV. We look at reality shows. We look at court shows. We look at all this different stuff. We learn so much and we're just, it's this medium of just nothing but information coming at us. Audio, visual, videos, whatever it is, telling you how to think and how to live. What kind of makeup to wear? What kind of diapers to buy? What kind of things to do? The CDC, the, the FDC, the, the, here's some coaching, here's some of this. All this stuff is thrown at us so much through all these different mediums. So she was talking specifically family, school, television, and religion. And we're, we're, we're trained to just listen, nod our head up and down and say, okay, yep, that must be the way. This has got to be the way to do it. I got to fall in line. Now, see, what happens a lot of times in situations like that, what happens a lot of times in family environments or school environments or wherever you're looking, sometimes they teach you not so good. <laughs> sometimes they teach you the improper way of doing things. And more often than not, because it's gone generation after generation and after generation, we lose sight of just the humanity side of things, how to be a good person, how to move things forward and whatever. So you have a chance to redefine that. You have the chance to make the rules, but oftentimes we don't. We fall in line. We fall in line to whatever it is, religion, politics, anything, right? The law, school, rules, all those things. And we fall in alignment with it, and this is just what we do. We nod our head up and down. We say, yep, okay, good to go. That's just the direction we got to go. That's what I've always been taught. That's where we're at. You have a chance to change that momentum. You have a chance to change the rules of the game. But oftentimes we don't. Often more times than not, we just go with the flow. But what gives them a right to say what's right and wrong? What gives them the right to tell you? Is it just because it's based on experience? Well, when I'm growing up, all I know is that every single person is different. You're different. I'm different. He's different. She's different. We're all different. Every one of us. We're all individuals. There's no two people the same. So why does living life one way automatically seem like it's going to be the right advice to give to somebody because they think it's going to work for me? When you could take things into consideration like mental health or take into consideration physical health or the way the body works or the way the mind works or those kind of things. Your capabilities are not the same capabilities as I have. Your, your detriment is not the same detriments that I have. Your downfalls are not the same as me. Your addictions are not the same as me. But we're all in this game. But we're all different. So why should I sit back and listen to one person that thinks that they know it all can look at me and say, you need to do it this way because this is the way it's always been done. That's bull honky. That's what that is. That's a bunch of bull. Hey guys, one of the things that I get from a lot of individuals that listen to the show, that watch the show, that follow me on social media is, how can I help the podcast? Well, here's one of the ways that you can. I have a Patreon page. Now, you may not be familiar with what a Patreon page is, but what you can do is you could sign up to become a patron of the show. You could donate monthly to the show. 
Now, after a few months of donating monthly to the show, there's different tiers to be able to donate to. But you'll get some tchotchkes back. You'll get some merchandise back. You'll get something for actually donating to the show. But in the meantime, it helps to alleviate some of the cost that comes into running a podcast or doing different stuff. So if you're looking to support, I'm going to place the link of the Patreon page right into the bio. And I'll also tell you what it is. It's www.patreon.com slash that's underscore life. And this way, you can support the podcast, you can give back, we can do all kinds of different stuff, and we can grow together. So I appreciate all the support you've given me in the past and in the future and right now. So thank you so much, and back to the show. Your time is now to set your own rules. Your time is now to live life by your own guidelines and the things that you need to do to be better to go for your goals, to go for your aspirations, all these things that you're trying to be able to accomplish and go for. Don't let these other people stand in the way. They have no right to judge you in the direction you're going because they haven't even fixed their own path that they're taking. And see, what happens a lot of times is folks will cast judgments or cast opinions on you and make them very loud and make them very verbal. They come at you with this stuff. And why do you think they do that? One, I'll tell you, is because they're not feeling that great about themselves. They feel pretty poor in whatever space that they're parking in. Maybe they haven't hit their own goals. Maybe they're feeling really bad about the situation that they're currently in right now. So then they try to bring others down to their level. I see this so often, and I can't believe it. Instead of reaching down, even if you're feeling bad about yourself, and try to lift someone up, which would then make you feel better as well, you want to bring them down? You want to chop them out of the knees because you're not feeling all that great about yourself? You're not feeling all that hunky-dory about the goals that you're trying to be able to do at? So you want to bring them down and crush their dreams and their aspirations just because of your opinions and the way that you feel about yourself? Now, come on, man. Let's change the narrative. Instead of always parking in the space of you can't do this or you won't do this. Let's change the narrative. Instead of me having a conversation about a podcast that I'm passionate about, that I know I can't do as a full-time job, and I know that I can't financially do it to just do podcasting and, and really, really park in that space. I know all this, but I'm passionate, and I love it. And I want to continue to go forward. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine. Her name is Justina. Today on the phone, we were chatting. She said to me, she goes, Shane, I've been in about five or six lives. And two of them, two, five of them were my favorite lives that I was on. We were had such, such a good time. We were just all, she goes, two of them involved you. Because you were there. And all you had to do was just be there. And your positivity and your laughter and your comedy and just having fun and lifting other people up and encouraging people. You touch people every single time that you go live. And I said, nah, it's all, it's all good, man. It's just a live. She's like, no, I need you to hear the words I'm saying. I need you to understand the impact that you have. And then I also want you to understand that you have a calling for this. You need to do this. What a different conversation it is to have with Justina than it is with the other individual that said, yeah, you'll never go anywhere with that, though, right? I mean, it's just a hobby, right? 
You're just going to get on the microphone and chat and rant and rave about things. It's not really going anywhere. Is there really any purpose? Whatever. To the other side of it where Justina is like, listen, this is what you're meant to do. This is what you love to do. This is what you're meant to do. So go push forward. That's what I'm talking about. Change the narrative. Instead of going down the road of just being a negative Nancy all the time at somebody and telling them all the things that could go wrong, why can't we talk about things that can go right? Why can't we talk about things that I know that you need to hear sometimes, especially if you're putting yourself out there in a place where you're uncomfortable, you're awkward, you're scared, you're petrified of doing it, and you're putting yourself out there for the world to see or whatever else that happens or whatever it is that you're trying to be able to accomplish. You're being brave. You're stripping back the layers. You're, you're, you're dropping the armor to get out there and do something brave or exciting or whatever. Find people that will lift you up. Well, you know what? Actually, let me, let me, let me step that back for just one moment. You be the person that lifts people up. You be the trendsetter. You be the example. You can set the rules. We don't have to go down the status quo of this negative space that we live in right now. We don't have to be the status quo of just every single thing being judged and picked apart. We don't have to. What we can do is you can pick me apart all you want to, but if you're not going to walk away from this conversation with some sort of positive, like, hey, you know what, I know you can do it, or, or a little pat on the back, or even just a, hey, you know what, if you need me, if you fall down or whatever, I'm here for you, or whatever. Positive reinforcement, kindness, all those things matter. Be the trendsetter. Be the person that's doing it differently. Don't be a follower in this trend of negativity, anger, angst, all these things. We can start to change the way the world responds to things one conversation at a time, but it takes work. It takes effort and energy. We got to go against the grain of what society's doing right now. You know what I mean? They expect no matter what we're doing for you to fail or you to fall or in this whole entire other part of the mo movement of what we talk about, whether it's politics or whatever, where people talk about, well, don't be afraid to call someone out. That's great. That's good. But are you calling them out just to call them out? Or are you calling them out with a purpose? Are you calling them out to say, okay, you know what? Hey, you know what? I, I, I understand. I respect your view. I understand where you're coming from. And I also understand you were brought up differently. Maybe you lived in a different part of the country. All those things. I respect all that. And I want to find out more. Why do you feel this way? What's the reason you wanted to come at me and call me out and come after me with this stuff? So let's seek to understand and how we can have a conversation with each other. Because really, at the end of the day, the only way we're going to change anything is that people start talking. And right now, they ain't talking. They're going with the status quo. The fiery political landscape we live in right now, the fiery religious landscape that we live in right now, all these things. Set your own rules. Do what's necessary for you to change the narrative. I mean, how do you think it feels? Let's say, okay, let's, let's, let's have a story time or a little example I can set out there. I'm a 10-year-old kid. I'm just trying to find myself, right? You know, I got a crush on a girl at school. I'm just kind of like getting schoolwork done, playing a little bit of sports. 
And I really look up to my mom and dad. And I ask my mom and dad, hey, can, can, can you give me some advice on this? You know, I, uh, I like this girl. Her name is Mandy. I want to have a conversation with her just to talk to her. You know, I know I'm 10. I get all that. But I'm really nervous and I'm scared. And here's the two conversations that you could probably have with that. One of them could be, ah, you don't need that yet. You're 10 years old. What are you doing? Come on. Stop even thinking that way. Let's go back to playing with toys, watch cartoons, do what you got to do. Even though it's important enough for a 10-year-old to come to the parents, to have the conversation of, I'm really scared. I really want to talk to her, but I can't. I don't know how. I don't know what I'm doing. So the conversation goes down a road of, you're 10 years old. Grow up. Wait till you get a little older. Don't worry about that kind of stuff. Instead, the other conversation could have been something like this. Hey, you're a little young for that, but you know what? I get that. I do. I remember when I had my first crush. I remember back in the day in school when I was growing up and how the butterflies were there and I, I just wanted to have a conversation and I couldn't. I totally, totally understand where you're coming from. Do you want to practice a conversation? Do you want to talk about it a little bit more or do you want to just kind of figure it out? Can I help? What can I do for you? A thousand percent different than what the first conversation was, but the first conversation is where we're living right now. So if I'm a 10-year-old, which conversation do you think is going to feel better? Which conversation is going to be like, okay, you know what? I'm still learning. I don't need to be beaten over the head with a stick to understand that you're too young or you need to learn more and you need to grow up and all those other things, blah, 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 right? But that's the space we live in. We live in this space where everybody's coming at each other. Everybody's yelling at each other. Everybody's saying, you're wrong, I'm right. You're wrong, I'm right. We're following the status quo, television, religion, family, all those things, school. We're following the status quo. That's where we're parked right now. So how do we change it? How do we change it to going back to humans helping humans? Humans loving humans. Those middle of the rotors, not your radical rights and radical lefts, ups and downs, not all those things. I'm talking about the people in the middle, the, the hardworking class people that just want to love on each other and have good family values and just do the things that they got to do, achieve some goals, do some great things, and pull for each other and cheer for each other. Where'd that go? That's pretty much gone. <laughs> or, it's, or, or we don't see it anyway because we're trained by the eye of television and whatever else that goes on that is not really happening when it probably is somewhere, but we just don't see it because it doesn't get the clicks and the views. But here's the thing. If you want change, you got to make change. If you want change, you got to believe that change can happen. You have to be the catalyst of that. I have to be the catalyst of that. Stay true to who I am. Focus on being kind, doing all the things that I have to do, pushing forward, living life to the fullest, teaching, learning, growing. If you're not doing all three of those things in a positive sense, not teaching by beating people over the head, but teaching by leading by example, be the example, right? Be the person that sets the rules of how we should discuss, how we should communicate, 
how we should encourage, how we should uplift each other, all those things. Basic human nature things. These are basics. I'm not reinventing the wheel here. I'm just talking about the basics. So when I had that conversation today about the podcast, how do you think I felt when I walked away from it? Yeah, I shrugged it off and I, I ended the conversation and said, all right, I'm all set. But internally, I struggled. I was like, you don't even know me. You don't even know what's going on. You don't know what I go through. You don't know that I use this podcast as therapy. So it got me angry and upset. And that's when I stood out and said, you know what? Why be angry and upset? That's just where they're at. I can't change that. I can tell them my opinion in a way that is inviting and tell them kindness wins and kindness matters. And this is the focus that I have. And let's go together. If you want to be on board with it, awesome. If not, that's okay too. You choose your own path. You do your own thing. You don't have to follow me. But at the end of the day, you, me, we set the rule. We don't have to follow status quo anymore. We don't have to follow the rules of these different people. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the laws of the land. I'm not talking about breaking laws or whatever else. What I'm talking about is the status quo of the way that people feel about things. The status quo of anger. The status quo of the political landscape and religious landscape that we live in right now. The status quo of all these things. Whatever department that you fall in, whatever side you fall on. We need to change the narrative, invite conversations, and be kind to each other. It's really not that hard. But for some people, it really is. Because they've grown up this way. It's how they were taught by their families, by their schools, by their religion, by their television. And when you think about it, at the end of the day, Nobody sets the rules but you. You can design your own life if you just put your foot forward and do the things that you have to do because you're worthy. You're awesome and you got this. So let's do this together, guys. Let's make this happen. And let's make these changes. So much love to you all. Here's to episode two of That's Life Podcast and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the That's Life podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and any feedback on whatever platform you're using.